Hello and welcome back to Cruising Altitude. This is your captain speaking. My name is Ben Jacobs, aka Benny the Jet, aka Scrambled Ben, aka Chef Bino. In this week's episode, it's uh it's gonna be a little different. It's just me. No Noah, no guests, no anybody, it's just me talking to myself, to you, about a subject that is very near and dear to our hearts here at Fat Stack Sports. I'm going to be talking about Adam Sandler and why I love him, pretty much. I'm going to be talking about why, as a fan of high cinema, a lover of goofy comedies, and a person who just generally enjoys smiling, I have a pretty startling amount of respect for Adam Sandler and why you should too. Disclaimer, I'm wearing glasses to make me look smarter. They do actually do stuff. They're blue light glasses, but, you know, my eyes are, are fine. I think that this is more more a placebo for me than anything else. Uh, I, I do have a script to make sure that I don't ramble and I kind of stay on, uh, on topic and make sure this thing doesn't go too long. And probably about 24 hours after the podcast goes up, I'm going to be putting up the script on our blog. So check out the Fat Stacks blog. That'll be on, uh, on Twitter. But without further ado... Let's talk about some uh, some Sandler, the Sandman here. Now, I know what you're thinking. What the hell are you smoking, Ben? Respect for Adam Sandler. He's just a goofy man-child who does the same humor in every movie. He can't act. He's washed up. Even in his prime, he didn't actually do any movies that were good. And I get it. I hear you. But please, allow me to retort. Adam Sandler is, at the very least, a very talented man. Very, very talented. He's been relevant in the entertainment business for over a quarter of a century. Uh, and that's no accident. That doesn't just happen to anyone. You have to have... There's got to be some kind of lightning in a bottle for you to be important, at least in some aspect, for that long. A problem that I have with a lot of complaints... And criticisms that people make of Sandler is that people like to talk about the quality of his work. Like he's making a concerted effort to be a fine actor in in great cinema. And that's... he He's not. That's He knows who he is. Let's be very, very clear here. Adam Sandler is not Marlon Brando. Nor does he try to be. Happy Gilmore and Grown Ups are not Citizen Kane and The Godfather nor are they trying to be. So let's stop talking about them like they are. Adam Sandler knows damn well that he is just a goofy guy who does silly voices and makes simple jokes, and that's what he's been doing for many years. What's important is that it works, and it works really well. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Some of Adam Sandler's movies that have resulted as a part of his recent like Netflix deals have some been some of the most harshly criticized of his whole career, but also because they're so accessible, and especially in like because of quarantine and all of all of that garbage that's happened, they've been some of his most watched movies. Just because he doesn't exactly do very many new things or push the boundaries in everything that he does, that doesn't mean that it's gotten boring, and clearly the numbers show that. Does, you know, is Drake really doing anything different in every one of his rap songs? No. I honestly don't think he's that, like, creative of a guy. But 
People love it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. He's going to keep doing it, just like what Sandler does. There will always be a place for easy-to-watch, 90-minute-long comedies with actors that you recognize. And that, my friends, is exactly Adam Sandler's comfort zone. Don't get me wrong. You don't have to enjoy this kind of movie or feature, whatever you're going to call it. You don't have to enjoy it at all. But there has to be a disconnect between personal preference and an understanding of a body of work. Let's use an example from, from my own personal uh, experience. And what, what I think is a great comparison here to Adam Sandler. I'm going to talk about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's not often that you hear people tearing in to Dwayne Johnson's career with the same kind of like ferocity and anger that people people have when they're talking about Adam Sandler, people when people who don't like Adam Sandler at least. But why not? Is anybody going to stand there and say that Dwayne Johnson is a great actor who stars in a number of great pieces of cinema that have enriched culture and pushed the limits of acting and filmmaking? I sure hope not, because he hasn't. Dwayne Johnson does the exact same thing that Adam Sandler does, just in the form of brainless action movies instead of brainless comedies. And there's a place for those. Everything has its place. And I'm frankly not that big of a fan of Dwayne Johnson. Gotta say it, I don't love the guy. But I totally get it, and I respect him, and I get why people love him so much, because he's so likable, it's really like just a reliable, don't know what to watch, we're bored turn on you know any one of Dwayne Johnson's like half comedy half action whatever he gets paid a lot to do the same thing in every movie people love it and it works but the one difference between the two guys between Sandler and The Rock that I want to talk about is the simple fact that whether you like it or not Adam Sandler is a good actor maybe a great actor yes you heard me right the man can act. You may not think it by picking out some of his lesser ventures, though. Everyone's got those. Sandler's got a lot of them. You know him well. But if you just pick out Jack and Jill and say, Oh, well, look at this. Look how bad this is. Look how bad Adam Sandler is in it. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. But if you watch Jack and Jill, you probably wouldn't think much of Al Pacino having just seen that movie either. But... Just because Al Pacino plays himself in Jack and Jill doesn't mean that he wasn't Michael Corleone in The Godfather. That doesn't mean that he wasn't in Scarface or Heat or Scent of a Woman or a number of other classic movies that have made Al Pacino one of the greats. And that may not be the best, best comparison. You know, Sandler isn't Pacino. He's not De Niro. He's not Day-Lewis. But what I'm saying is that you don't... You shouldn't com completely base how you feel about an actor or actress based on their absolute worst work. One thing that I do want to get at here, though, is that despite having a lot of those really bad, pretty pretty low rock-bottom movies out of Sandler that, that we all know and love, they, he has probably, definitely, a lot more great, great, like, genuinely good performances than... I would say the majority of his contemporaries, definitely more so than a lot of of other comedians. It's pretty rare that you find a guy with the kind of range that Sandler has, but I know there's a lot of people don't like him. 
If you're someone who thinks that Adam Sandler is nothing but a one-dimensional man-child, incapable of depth or actual acting, go watch Paul Thomas Anderson's Punch Drunk Love. Go watch it. I've said a lot good about Paul Thomas Anderson on the on the podcast before. Noah probably barely recognizes the name. Noah, I know you're listening to this. He's the guy that directed Boogie Nights, so we like him. But he's done a lot of other really good movies, including Punch Drunk Love, one of Sandler's best. You've seen that movie? Still not impressed? Fine. Go watch Funny People. Then turn on Noah Baumbach's Merowitz stories and watch Adam Sandler stand his ground and completely just blow it out of the... You know, knock it out of the park. Even when he's opposite Dustin Hoffman, one of the all-time greats, he stands his own. Even if you didn't enjoy Uncut Gems. Hard to deny that Sandler is on 10 and acting his heart out the whole time to great effect. The entire movie. Don't just take that from me, though. Sheila O'Malley of RogerEbert.com said it pretty well in her review of Uncut Gems, and I'm going to quote it here. You hear people expressing surprise when Sandler gives a good performance. There should be no surprise. When he's given good material, like Paul Thomas Anderson's Punch Drunk Love, or Noah Baumbach's The Merowitz Stories, to name just a few, he is as good as it gets. Behind his humor is pain and rage, both of which he is able to tap into, end quote. Despite this, despite him being aware of of these performances, he knows him, he's worked with these great actors, he understands what it took to do that way better than, than any of the rest of us, because he was the one there, he's still really humble about it, and he knows exactly who he is, like, in the grand scheme of things. During a Hollywood Reporter Actors Roundtable with Robert De Niro, Tom Hanks, Adam Driver, Jamie Foxx, and Shia LaBeouf, during the course of the conversation, at one point, Adam Sandler jokingly said, Look at the people at this table. I don't think that I should be here. And there's some chuckles, and Shia LaBeouf, he's not happy about it. He sternly corrects Sandler, simply saying, bullshit. That's game respecting game. These people, they know. They know that how hard it is to do what Adam Sandler does. And they have this understanding of his range. A lot more than, than the average moviegoer might. And even outside of, of what he's, he's done in, like, actual drama movies, I've, in my opinion, I think Adam Sandler is really good at bringing out, like, real emotional moments in some of his, like, comedies. It's going to sound pretty stupid, judge me for it, but I'm not at all ashamed to admit that every time I watch Click, as dumb of a movie as it is, the climax of Click always makes me tear up. Maybe not full-blown crying, but there's always something welling up, at the very least. It's... And with that movie, how... Not anyone can do that. Or how how could anybody possibly forget the Chris Farley tribute song in his newest stand-up special, 100% Fresh? Real comfort pick. Absolute classic YouTube rewatch in the Jacobs household. If you haven't watched the Chris Farley song, go on YouTube right after you're done listening to this podcast and watch it it's it speaks for itself honestly it speaks for itself but it, you know people like to talk the man down and say that he he can't do anything more than than the super one-dimensional like bullcrap that he does but 
you know, if you take a take a step back and you look at Adam Sandler, the man has way more range than people like to admit. That's just, in, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, Adam Sandler has way more range and ability, and not even to mention his like musical talents. He's just a, he's a talented guy. It's hard to act, but Sandler can do it, and he does it well, and he's done it on multiple occasions. It's hard to be funny, but time and time and time again, he puts out movies with performances that bring easy, simple joy to millions of people. It's hard to find sustained success, but ever since his breakthrough on Saturday Night Live in 1992, Sandler has been a hit. The Sandman has been here. He's here to stay. But what impresses me the most is how universal the works of Adam Sandler are. Part of why his comedy is so simple and brain-dead, as some people might call it, is because it is specifically designed to be enjoyable for as many people as possible. Let me say that again. Adam Sandler's comedies strive to be as enjoyable for as many people as they possibly can. How can you hate that? How can you hate that? That's, that's all that there is to it. Sometimes they're a lot more adult, and there's a lot more language and stuff like that in cases of, of That's My Boy. Sometimes they're animated movies for children, a la the Hotel Transylvania movies. Whatever it is, whatever he does, be it drama, stand-up, animation, or just a classic, like, oddball comedy, Sandler thrives on having fun with his friends in an attempt to put a smile on as many people's faces as he can. How can you dislike a person who's been doing that consistently for 28 years? How? Bottom line is, I don't really care how you feel about Adam Sandler. I don't think Sandler cares how you feel about Sandler. But at the end of the day, I had to make this podcast. I had to do this. Because ever since I was young, Adam Sandler has been supplying me with a reliable source of just good old-fashioned laughter and entertainment. To this day, despite being 20 years old, I can find as much enjoyment in watching The Waterboy or Happy Gilmore as when I was a dumb kid. And so can my dad, who's over 50 years old, and I'm sure so can plenty of other people. It's, they're great. They're so, it's, it's universal. It's universal. I don't know how many bonds with friends and family members I've strengthened through watching Adam Sandler movies together and constantly referencing them around, around my friends and family. If I can only imagine what the numbers are on the times that I've said, stop looking at me, Swan, or somebody is closer. Like, it's, it's ridiculous how often, especially like me and Noah, but around friends, it's, oh man, Sandlerisms are, it's nonstop. You can't make it through a conversation without referencing one of them. And everyone gets it, and everyone likes it. But I can honestly say, this is going to sound stupid, this is going to sound dumb as shit, but I'm going to say it. I can honestly say that Adam Sandler has made my life better with what he does. And if you don't like him, then the only thing that I have to say to you is... You know something? You suck. Tell me what you think about Adam Sandler on Twitter. At Scrambled Bet. That's it. Ready to jet out.